Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Jane Mayer has written an absolute must-read for my audience. The title of the book is Dark Money, The Hidden History of the Billionaires Behind the Rise of the Radical Right. And I'm just ecstatic that she's come back to the program. Hey, Jane, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. You know that I read the book, and I was I was distressed that there was a time constraint in our last conversation. I'm I'm only going to keep you through dinner, so don't worry. <laughs> well, I feel lucky to get another bite at the apple. Let me do a proper interview. I, this, I think, has relevance. Start by telling my audience about your background, because you know that many, when they hear the message of the book, want to regard this as a hit job against the right, and I think they'll find your curriculum vitae to be of interest. Well, thanks. Yeah, you know, it's very hard these days to be just a straight reporter and not have 
people sort of trying to push you into one corner or another. But I do come out of the reporting business. I was for 12 years a reporter for the Wall Street Journal. I covered the Reagan White House. I covered the Marine barracks being blown up in Beirut. I covered the fall of the Berlin Wall. Um, And then I went to the New Yorker, and I've covered uh, politics and national security and many other things there. And I've written and and co-written two books and written two. This is my second. I could do arm curls with the book because of its uh, girth, 378 pages, 68 pages of footnotes. Why all the attention on, quote unquote, the radical right? Why not more attention on the left as it relates to campaign finance? Well, my job is basically to follow the money as a political reporter. And right now, um, this is where the money is. It's, it's, it's coagulating on the right. If you especially dark money, it's something like 80% of the dark money is on the right right now. And there's this one jackpot that's been put together by the Koch network that is bigger than anything we've seen in American politics before. You know, we're talking about nearly $900 million. And so if the left were doing the same thing, I would be writing about them. And in fact, when they did do sort of take the first shot at some of this, which was when George Soros in 2004 uh, started pouring money into um, the campaign against George Bush, I did write about him. I did a, a, a big profile that was as long as the one I've done about the Cokes. But the left is just not as active on this right now. The right is where the action is, and it's where the influence is. So if people want to know what's going on, this is it. What is dark money as you use those terms? Dark money is what political reporters call the money where you don't know who the donors are. It's undisclosed money that's just sloshing through the American system. It's it's donations that go into organizations that claim to be kind of quasi-charities. They're called social welfare groups, and they can hide the money. And they're not supposed to principally be involved in playing politics, but they more and more are, and they've become the big force out there in our campaigns right now. Justice Kennedy said relative to Citizens United that in an age of the Internet, Citizens United will make disclosure easy, and yet that's not the way it panned out. There's nothing about Citizens United that would preclude making this, I don't know what the uh, the uh, corollary would be, light money, fully disclosed money. I mean, Citizens United says that that corporations and unions can donate, but there's nothing about Citizens United that says it has to be behind the scenes. Well, exactly. I mean, and quite, it, as you say, the conservative justices, when they decided Citizens United, including Scalia also, said that this money would be transparent and the American public would see it and that that would be the great check on making sure it doesn't result in corruption. And But what happened instead was it, Citizens United took off the brakes on how much money people can pour into politics. It was corporations, unions, and then there was a second decision that said individuals could spend unlimited amounts. And the money then got directed into these secret groups. And so you don't see it. There's unlimited secret money is what came out of that. And it was not what the court had intended. Is there one particular statue? Is there one particular IRS code provision that is being manipulated that allows dark money? 
Yes, there is. And the IRS seems either unable or unwilling to really crack down on it. It's 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 these groups that are called 501c4s. I hope I'm not putting your audience to sleep, but they are supposed to be social welfare groups. They get a tax-exempt status because they're supposed to be doing things that are social good for the public. But what they've become is political organizations that wage issue campaigns and pass the money on to other groups that buy ads that get directly involved in politics. So they, they, they've, they're just... They're, they're, they're like secret banks, basically. Um, that's what Politico calls them. And is there, is there no reporting requirement for the 501c4s, or is it that the reporting requirement doesn't kick in until the election has already ended, so you find out too late? Is it that you're not finding out at all whose money it is, or that you're finding out too late to be able to act on that? You can never find out who who the contributors are to the 501c4s. Um, they don't have to report because, like charities, it's considered something that's private. Um, the same with like like uh, 501c6s, which are um, business groups like the Chamber of Commerce. Again, you just don't know who where the money is coming from, but they've become these super players in politics. So. There are all these ways that, I mean, the reason it matters so much is that there are all these ways that private interests are manipulating American politics. And I, I just, you know, as a reporter, again, a straight reporter, I, my, my, you know, meaning not left, not right, I, I just think the public deserves to know what's going on behind the scenes in terms of how much money is coming into our democracy and who's spending it. Well, I'm, I'm trying to walk you through a, a sort of paint-by-number scheme here because I want my audience to fully appreciate how it all fits together. And by the way, it, nothing shy of buying and reading the book Dark Money is going to provide a level of comprehension that I think is necessary. But here's how it fits together. Events that are seemingly spontaneous in our political landscape, and it could be the Tea Party, it could be opposition to Obamacare, it could be raising questions about climate change, are actually not spontaneous, that the political discussion that is taking place around us today is the result of years of orchestration by the very wealthy conservative donors who now have been unleashed by Citizens United. That's the premise of the book as I understand it, having spent the time reading it. You said it better than I ever could. And and what I wanted to do with the book was try to show why it matters by connecting the dots between the big donors and the influence it has on American politics. Because I think from the polls I've seen and academic studies I've read that there's actually more consensus in the middle in America than than you would believe from looking at politics today. There's there there most Americans are kind of centrist. They're sort of common sense and pragmatic people and there's there's kind of middle support for things like strengthening social security and doing something about climate change which most people think's real yet congress doesn't do just doesn't handle doesn't face these problems and so i was trying to figure out well why doesn't congress do something about these ordinary problems where there's a big consensus in the public and part of the reason is it's tied in knots by radical money that's far out there on the fringes but is very influential 
what what distresses me is that you've raised such an important subject, and I think that people take a look at the uh, the work and they say, "Oh, okay, well, it's a it's a bad portrayal of the way in which the the right is manipulating this," and then they try and discount the book on a partisan basis, which I don't think you can do if you invest the time to read it. For me, it's not about who is manipulating the process and whether they're on the far right or they're on the far left. It's the fact that the process is being manipulated. And I'd be just as pissed about it if it were being manipulated by the far left as I am about what I've learned from the manipulation on the far right. It it, it matters not to me where it's coming from. It's the fact that it's taking place is what I'm trying to say. Well, I agree. I mean, and you know, and I could have said I'll write about the left also, but in in truth there's not an equality of of the the game playing going on right this moment and you know i could have made there seem to be a false equality but there there's just not and let me give you a statistic to illustrate that so the the coke network has 889 million dollars that these 400 of the richest people in the country have pooled together for the 2016 election cycle 889 million okay and on the liberal side their equivalent is something called the democracy alliance and it has 40 million so you've got 40 million to 889 million dollars it's not it's it's just not really equal um and so it's kind of gives you a false impression if you, if i just tried to cover my back by saying you know oh they're all the same it, 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 it it's a little it's it's just there's an imbalance right now it could easily Did I lose you, Jane? I'm here. Could you, I, okay. Say that again. I couldn't hear you. I lost. I lost. I lost you there for for a moment. But you were making the point that there's there is not parity is is what you said. Hey, I want to do not one exactly. more thing. Yeah. I I want to do one more thing with Jane Mayer. I want to give a, a a tangible example of where the perception might be that there's some grassroots Gadsden flag moment taking place among us <laughs> when in fact. It's this Coke network sitting back and manipulating the situation. I'll give you your pick of whether you want to use the Tea Party and how we think it was all about Rick Santelli speaking on CNBC or climate change. Or I happen to have liked the example you cited pertaining to Obamacare with Randy Kendrick. But I'll give you the choice. Just give me one example of how it fits together and has impacted the political landscape. Well, let's take the Tea Party, because that's where I came into this story. In 2010, the Koch network was saying the Kochs had nothing to do with funding the Tea Party when I was reporting and calling them about it. I went down then to an or a, a, a weekend seminar they held in Texas where they were training Tea Party activists on how to disrupt rallies and how to put pressure on members of Congress and giving them prizes and organizing the Tea Party. They, they, they were up to their eyeballs in it, and the person heading it who worked for Americans for Prosperity, which is the Koch's uh, political group, their biggest one, told me, oh, sure, we're into the Tea Party. We were doing it before it was cool. And so they've, they've, they just, what I, it piqued my curiosity. It got me into the subject because what the public was being told was not what I was seeing with my own eyes. And I'm thinking of the person who is genuine and drawn to what he or she believes is the Tea Party agenda, having no idea that they're out there fostering a narrative for the Koch brothers 
who are all about uh, perseverance of their own. I mean, if you get to the end of the book, and I hope that people will, what, what do you find out? But the, the, the Kochs saw their net worth uh, in the Obama years go from $14 billion to $41 billion. My God, if there's anybody who should be, who should be touting the uh, effects of, of Obama's economic record, it should be them. They've just done spectacularly well. And the, and the thing is, they, they will say that the policies they push, they do out of principle, not to help their own bottom line. But put it this way, it always does help their own bottom line. Uh, maybe it's principle, but it's been very good to them. The book is terrific. It's titled Dark Money. I wish Jane Mayer all good things, and I, I hope that it spurs a much-needed conversation. Thank you so much for your great show. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS.
Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Kind of spoon-fed, right? But now, is it more evident why when I first interviewed her, I said, oh, there's so much more there that needs to be discussed. There's a provision in the IRS code that allows 501c4s to be involved in issue-oriented campaigns. You never know. You never, and, and I'm among those who got Citizens United wrong. I'm embarrassed by a column that I published immediately after Citizens United came out, where I said that I thought it was the right outcome and that it was going to lead to full disclosure in an Internet world. I, I was of a mindset that that there was no, my perspective, I should go pull the, 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 the column, but my perspective was the process is being manipulated. You're not going to be able to stop it. Let people spend as long as there's full disclosure and and don't allow anybody to stand behind a corporation or the name of some entity that we have no idea what it really represents. The conservative justices, uh, I don't put Kennedy in the conservative uh, camp, but he's not a liberal either. But but the conservative justices, she referenced Scalia. Kennedy's the one who said it in particular, said, you know, in the Internet era, this ought to be a good thing now. We're, we're going to know who stands behind all these groups. But Congress hasn't addressed the 501c4. And through the establishment of these 501c4s, the Kochs, and, and there's no um, allegation here of them doing anything illegal or unlawful. It's all within the, the bounds of the law, but they, they have allowed a manipulation of the process now where, just to put in perspective, the $889 million, that's the equivalent of what the Republican Party and the Democratic Party will raise. So in the 2016 cycle, you're going to have the GOP, the DNC, and the Koch Network. And I've heard some simplistically trying to dismiss Jane's work as, oh, it's a hit job against the right. She was for a dozen years at the Wall Street Journal. If she's if she's got some liberal agenda, I'm unaware of it. And you heard her plainly say there's just not parity. And if there were, she'd be writing about it. George Soros gets a mention in the book, but he's got nothing like this going on. And as I said to her, and I don't want to be repetitious, but I'd be as gung ho for change about this if if there were forces on the left doing this. And so, you know, Rick Santelli goes on television on, on CNBC and, and he has, and I'm sure it was for him, a spontaneous rant. This is America. How many of you people want to pay for your neighbor's mortgage that has an extra bathroom and can't pay their bills? Raise their hand. How about we all? Uh, President Obama. And while he's, while he's sitting back, uh, while he's saying this, pardon me, sitting back is this wealthy network. And it's like, ah, this is perfect it allows them to fund and organize and inspire a grassroots movement against the economic uh, agenda of the obama white house and they did the same on climate change because so much of their money comes from fossil fuels i know all of a sudden i sound like one of these these internet cranks who's caught up in conspiracy theory but there's no theory about it because she so buttoned it down in 68 pages of footnotes Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.